Lovers quarrel. It's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your girl, Danny, your fairly fatigued flounder. That felt weird. It's been a while. It's been like seven episodes, 16 months. Not 16 months, maybe seven episodes. But we're back. Are we? Yes. And we're here. And welcome to another episode of Lover's Quarrel. I know you guys have been wondering what the hell, because we kind of dropped off the face of the earth for a little bit. Our last episode was February 15th. And it's April 5th when this episode drops. So, so February 15th. Like a couple month and a half. So Two months. The 22nd. The oh my first, gosh. The 8th. Yeah. The 15th. The 22nd. The 29th. Six episodes. Six I was times. close. I told you. I, I mean, I wasn't taking I wasn't it. counting because I'm just like, you know, we're never coming back. So it is what it is. You're, you're, you have a flair for the dramatic. So. I mean, you know. That wouldn't be me if I wasn't dramatic. Exactly. Because 16 months I knew it, it wouldn't be me if I wasn't nasty. Oh. Ooh, what artist is that? Um, I'm having a brain fart right now. I can't remember. Come on. That's uh, Trey Songs, bro. Uh, well, he, anyway, he's, he's definitely accurate in describing himself as nasty. <laughs> That's a wild boy. So with that being said, you know, like we said, we're here, we're back. I know you guys are probably wondering, like, what the hell, Danny and TJ, where have y'all been? What's been going on? So I guess we could just, you know, touch on a few things in our elevator. Are we? Gonna- so listen, we haven't recorded because of Danny, so... Listen, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all like I always tell you. I'm always wow. going to be truthful with y'all. If we don't record, it's because of Danny. It's only been like two episodes in our three years that I didn't want to record. Okay, but I feel like... I'm just saying. I, I, just, I just want to put it out there. Put the onus on Danny, y'all. You always want to put the onus on me, but I mean, I'll, take listen, it. I'll take it. I ain't you got to be no, accountable. I ain't never been no hoe. I mean... I ain't never been no hoe. You got it. I ain't going to disrespect you. So we're going to get on the elevator. We're going to talk. What are we going to do? We're going to talk. What you up? Gonna, you going to put your phone on on, vi- on silent? You gonna, can you can you not? Oh, my gosh. Can you not scroll while we're talking? I got you. Thank you. Appreciate it. So. Where have we been? Because you're you going to drag this thing out. All right. Well, so, listen, go ahead. Listen, man. We about to get a divorce for real. <laughs> nah. That would have been dope for April Fool's. Um, no. We have not been recording because Danny's pregnant. <laughs> yes, I am. So, uh, baby number two is on the way. Oh, it and has. Danny has had the worst first trimester that I've ever experienced. It probably ruined my chances of having a third child because she's dramatic. It was dramatic. The whole situation. I'm dramatic. She was out of control. The baby's out of control. The whole damn place is out of control. <laughs> you don't know what that's from either. That's from Martin, oh, nigga. Right. I gotta I don't, make sure. don't insult my intelligence. You only started like watching Martin when you was like 22. Well, that's anyway. fine. But yes, y'all, no jokes here. No belated April Fool's. I am pregnant and I am feeling a lot better um still having some you know moments here and there but the first trimester did kick my ass and that is part of why our last episode was in february because right around that time was when i was barely functioning um and could barely muster the energy to now y'all all know if it was me right if like if men can be pregnant and like a hypothetical i would have thugged it through 
but we can't all be me so and i did a few episodes pregnant so let's be clear about that because i found that i was pregnant in january and so i made it i did several episodes and then as soon as i started feeling like complete doo-doo is when i was like i just you know, I had to call an audible and I, I will own it and take the onus and accountability and stuff like that. About because time. Whatever. Because, you know, you know, and this is basically my elevator so I can, you know, I mean, talk about that too. But, um, you know, we are very excited for the new baby. Um, I'm due in September. My Specifically, my due date is September 22nd. So one way or the other, Sorry, we, I'm trying to put we this on may you. have a, uh, a, either a... Um, well, potentially a Virgo, potentially a Libra, depending because I'm right there at the at the cusp. <laughs> so I don't know. I need I need all the insights for how to handle a Virgo or a Libra child. Um, we do not know the sex as of this episode um, uh, when this drops because I'm not quite far along yet for us to even know one way or the other, and we're still on the fence about whether or not we're going to find out. Because if you guys recall, we did not find out the sex of Tatum um, until she was born. So. Um, Which is what I wanted to do, but then Danny said for this one, she wanted to figure it out and all this other stuff for Tatum, and then recently she said that she don't want to figure it out, so... I've I've had some mixed feelings, yes, I can admit that. So we will come We will come to some type of... I just want y'all to all just see what I see, you know what I mean? She's indecisive. I'm not indecisive. I'm not indecisive. I'm very decisive most of the time. Okay. Most you're, of the time. You're indecisive. I, I know I am. And at least I'm indecisive about big shit. You indecisive about what to fucking eat for dinner. That's because I don't... Anyway, this is not about me. It's about you, bro. So, you know, yeah, y'all. I mean, the, the first trimester hit, like, I hit six, seven weeks, and it was like, oh my God, the fatigue, the nausea, the vomiting, the, the heartburn. heartburn, and... You know, I really do feel like it's a difference between... I, I feel a, like there's a difference in my experience because I did have those things with Tatum, but I feel like it's been amplified and my suspicion is that it has to do with some type of like being... Amp- my bariatric surgery, having the weight loss surgery has like amplified that. Um, I couldn't take like the heartburn medicine, the over-the-counter heartburn medicine I take on a daily. My obstetrician was like, you can't take that during the first trimester. You have to wait till you're 12 weeks. So... For like it's kind of like I had pregnancy heartburn plus the heartburn that was like the side effect from my weight loss surgery, so it felt like double the amount, and it felt like that shit was burning a hole in my back, and it made me not want to eat anything. I mean, I was pretty much at one point like living off of like water, almond milk, bread, and cheese because that was the only thing I could probably get down. This time around, I lost weight in the beginning of the pregnancy. And, you know, I've gained it back in a little couple more pounds, but it's just like, just to show you, kind of describe to you guys how cruddy I was feeling. So, you know, I just didn't have it in me. And so, and you know, and I'm glad we did take a, a break because even though it started, it, it definitely started because I was feeling terrible and I'm just, you know, in these last few weeks starting to really feel more like myself. Um, and, but I'm also happy because it allowed for TJ and I to you know, reconnect for me to get some, do some things like with my, with my family, with Tatum, um, and feel a little bit more, you know, just taking care of my mental health, self-care without feeling like that. Some, what sometimes can feel like that nagging feeling of like, oh my God, we didn't record. We got to get this done. We got to get this done. So yeah, you know, but we are definitely very excited. We're very blessed. Um, it's still a really healthy pregnancy. I'm doing well. I'm healthy. 
Um, and I'm, you know, I'm going with the motions. Tatum is, I would say for the most part, she's excited about being a big sister. I think she is too, but her initial see, response was with, funny. With Tatum, you got to figure it out because she's, she's very dramatic. She's always in, in acting mode. So I don't know what's real and what's fake, but because originally she told us she, she wasn't was, raising any more babies and it's like, sis, you, don't, you know what I mean? But I think it's just her own PTSD from her raising her own children. Exactly. Her, own, her, her doll her babies. And, See, I'm and not taking care of no more babies. So, but, um, but yeah, she got, when she found out that she could shop for the baby, she um, warmed up to the idea a little bit more because she likes to shop like her daddy. Um, but yeah, so that's what's been going on with us. And I mean, that was my elevator about excited about the new baby is my up. And it, how it, the baby has been kicking my ass was my down. But um, yeah, so surprise, y'all. I hope you're ex- as excited as we are and are prepared for a journey till September. And then, you know, we probably will have to take a little bit of maternity leave then. But that one will be like planned. Yeah. It won't be like this one. Yeah, and we'll let y'all know once I, you know, otherwise, at the hospital and all that jazz. Otherwise, if Danny don't tell you again, I'm firing her from, from the show. This show don't work without me, niggas. I mean, though, listen, I'm gonna have to find someone else to quarrel with. I mean, I can quarrel with anybody. Yeah, you can, but don't nobody got time for you like uh, I do. A lot of people do. Nobody has the patience I have with you. Well, you have the patience of Joe. I know. With everybody. With yeah, pretty with much any and everybody. Pretty much anything. Well, unless, that's, unless you don't like them. If you don't like them, you have no patience. Um, but it takes a lot for me not to like somebody. Mm, but I know there's a lot of people that you don't like. I would say the name, but I'm not gonna say it. There's very few people. I can count on one hand how many people I truly dislike. Okay, I'm just saying. And those, all those people, I've given they have given themselves plenty of rope to hang themselves with. I do not hate people. I do I, not dislike people. Off I listen. You're over here prefacing from to me for no reason or trying but to you explain. You trying to make it seem like I'm I'm quick to pass judgment. I, I I didn't. I feel like you were just projecting. So what? Are, your so inner so feelings. what's your? So what's it's not your, about me. It's about you. But what? <laughs> yo, I can't stand you. What's your elevator, sir? So we can My go- elevator is up. Listen, I would go down, but it's not. A lot has happened from February until now. Um, you know, my grandfather passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, our PG daddy. Uh, I went to New York for the first time. I got to I got to hug my grandmothers for the first time in a year. So that's that was exciting. Um, we got to give my grandfather a nice home going. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people at the funeral. You know what I mean? Well, we stayed masked up. Danny had a negative COVID test. You know what I mean? Yes. No, no vid over here. Um, I celebrated my birthday. Uh, it was actually one of the best birthdays I've had. But I. Dirty three definitely kicked my ass. You're welcome. You did. I, I was very shocked. You know, but you, that's what happens when you, you have like such low expectations. You're so shady. So it's like you could have done anything. You could have been like, here goes some, here goes some um, gummy bears. I'd have been like, oh shit, oh you got me something. You make me sound like such an asshole. I'm, I, I'm, not, not, I'm, I'm not making you sound like anything other than what you're projecting out to, to the world. Even. But it's, this is my elevator. And for for for, I don't feel like it's, it's it's the same. That's that's what happens when you take a hiatus. I didn't get a going up. What? I didn't get any of that. Okay, I apologize. I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah, going up. This raggedy ass elevator. Whatever. Back to what I was saying. So and, and our anniversary. You didn't. You're right. Our anniversary came before your birthday. But who cares about? We celebrate. You should just our, be happy. Our eighth you, wedding anniversary. That you got. That you got renewed. For for <laughs> yo. Listen. That's something my relationship too. T- tip two: Marriage should be 
on a year to year basis. It should be like it should be like the NBA. You said the, this before. Okay, so I'm bringing it back. <laughs> Let's redo it. You lucky I renew your contract, nigga. Nah, you need me. Mm. Listen, I make you shine. Yeah, because you're so lousy. It's nah, not hard. Fuck out of here. Anyway, yes. So listen, my grandfather passed away on March 8th. Yes. Our wedding anniversary was March 9th. I went up, got to see my family. We celebrated my, my grandfather. Man, he was an amazing man. Yes. Is an amazing man. I learned some stuff about him that I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And it, it just, you know. But one thing I'll say about my grandfather is that he lived his life. Yes. To 91 the fullest. years. 91 no, 90. 90. He would have been 91. 91 this year. Excuse me. He never complained. He's a cancer survivor. We do believe that the cancer is what took him out because um, it came back stronger. And he had went to the hospital, missed his chemo, and it was pretty much like... There's not much else they can do. Yeah. They could have still given it to him, but it wouldn't have helped him. So it was like just making him comfortable. He had like six months and he passed in like two weeks. But my grandfather, you know, lived his life to the fullest. So, you know... While I was sad that first day, after that I was I was good because he truly lived his life to the best of his ability. And like I said, I never heard him complain, and I think that was amazing. Um, and then I celebrate celebrate my birthday. Like I said, Danny, we we did paintballing and axe throwing. I beat a whole bunch of people in racing. <laughs> Foot races, you know, yeah. Because, you know, everyone thinks that I'm slow. Like, even at my biggest weight, I was still fast. I was always quick on my feet. TJ but anyway, was definitely a sprinter. Oh, 100%. But, you know, I had to really show people that. I, <laughs> you put the jets on. Exactly. So, <laughs> birthday was fire. Um, and then, you know, just celebrating family and life and, and love and everything else. You know, um, you, you just... It reinforces... The positivity. So, like I said, um, we're recording on the fourth. This is my sister's birthday. Happy birthday, Shayla! Happy birthday Happy to 44. my sister. And you look forty-four. Shut up. Um, Nobody and, even believes that she and I are ten years apart. And you know, um, she's huge to my life. I would say so. Um, Definitely. She's you know the greatest Titi ever, greatest aunt ever, uh, ever. but, you know, she's just a great person. So being able to celebrate her was amazing. Got to spend time with my nephews, my nieces. Like, again, I'm a big family guy, so um, I'm taking this elevator up just to be positive. Also, during the time, Danny took me to a hotel for the week um, as a getaway, a staycation, vacation, whatever you want to call it. For our anniversary. But we're not doing... Well, it, it was for the anniversary, but it wasn't during anyway. It was the weekend before. Uh, I'm like your sister. I'm superstitious. I only celebrate it during the time. Go but ahead. yeah, you know, it's it's been a positive um, time. Um, shout out to my man Rock, uh, and I, I want to shout him out specifically because he posted something early in the year about guys giving gifts to each other. So I made it a, a point to make sure I got him a gift for his birthday, and he got me. A gift for my birthday and he was like for a man who who got everything what do you get him and he got me a charger and y'all may laugh and be like it's just a charger but the fact that he even thought about me and he got me something else that hasn't come yet so um but like i said i i'm thankful for the small for, for the smallest things just the fact that people send me a message or wish me a happy birthday i'm appreciative shout out to reek reek reached out to me 
my family, of course, but I'm just thinking about people who like, you don't have to reach out to me, but you do it. Tatum got me water bottles. Yes, she did. And I use those for like, I mean, like it, it keeps the temperature. So, like a thermos water bottle. Yeah. So I keep it, you know, so I like to have a drink for me. In the middle of the in night. In the middle of the night. So, you know, that's like one of my favorite gifts. And it's the simple things. But I, I, I truly appreciate those who like think about me and, and wish me, you know, happy birthday and send love. It's it's like the words mean a lot. And, you know, I'm appreciative of that. So that's what I'm celebrating. I'm just celebrating 2021 to continue going up. And, you know, 2020, although we had the pandemic, it was a good year. 2021 is looking like a good year as well. So, yep. I mean, listen, we got... And and we're about by well this episode will drop tomorrow but by this coming Wednesday we will have a four year old Tatum is oh gonna... shit yeah that's another up Tatum will be four on April seventh we're gonna be celebrating her and her Titi are having a purple, purple rain, rain four party four 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 party exactly um where I have to wear purple. Because yeah. they both like the color purple. I mean, listen, alphas don't wear purple, but for my Tatum, I would. Yeah, you can wear lavender. <sighs> and so... Um, I'm going to wear it on my boot. And, and because Tatum is turning four and my sister just turned 44 today, they, they're, we're going to have a little you know get together at the house and you know with the family and stuff and just celebrate them. But yeah, I can't believe we've already had this little girl for four years. And she is, like I like to say, she is the bee's knees. She is smart and funny and silly and dramatic and kind and she's just the best. And, you know, now she gets to, she'll add big sister to her title this year. And, you know, we guys, we, we, we guys, we can keep you guys posted um, on our, you know, of course, during the episodes on our experiences and our journey is now we head on into being parents of two. And this is a little different this time because last time, you know, when we rebranded and came back as lovers coral we already had tatum she wasn't even a year old but we already were parents and stuff so that's when we yeah but that's when we came back yeah but yeah. that's what i'm saying though is like now you know this time around you guys get to be a part of our little our process as like pregnancy and then parents for the second time around so you know any of you guys who are parents to two or more kids we you know welcome your insight and your feedback because by the fall we will have a four-year-old and a newborn so pray for us but um but that is our elevator for this week and now we are going to jump into our relationship tip of the week would you like to go first sure okay um so my tip is stop stop subscribing to the internet for advice on how to live your life. Derek Jackson. People love putting shit they see online into their relationship. Um, and I think that we got to stop because, again, you know, we all have, you know, opinions about different couples and different celebrity couples and their relationships and things that you see online. But we got to stop taking those things and putting that into our relationships because again what works for you and your partner works for you and your partner that may not work for every partner so we can't you know again what what works for that celebrity couple they have different things that they're they have different factors and stuff like that but just just in general everyone is different so mm -hmm. again my parents were okay with me 
passing classes. I mean, they may have wanted me to have higher grades, but as long as I was passing, it wasn't an issue. Um, whereas other parents may be like, no, you got to have at least a 90. You got to have at least B average. You know, it, it's just those different things. Uh, Danny raised her hand because, you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you in the, sense, in the sentiment that, yeah, like I, growing up, like I had to be. We both graduated from the same I'm, I'm not taking that oh, away right. from you. We're just talking about the expectations. Nah, I, I just wanted the the, 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 the uh, listeners to, to, to hear that. You we know, know I mean? that grades are not indicative of how intelligent somebody is. It just, I'm just, just saying. Sometimes indicative of the amount of work they complete or effort they put in. And I mean, listen, if, we, if we're going to be serious about it all, we all know that all oh, this stuff is lined and systematic racism. In a lot of ways, there, so. the things that we're taught, yeah, but education is always important. As no, long definitely. as it's a well-rounded one. So that's just my tip. My tip is that, listen, you got to live your life the way that you're going to live your life and do what's best for you. And if that means that people are going to be uncomfortable, in the words of my father, somebody's going to be uncomfortable, but it ain't going to be me. So that's my tip for the week. All right. Well, my relationship tip for this week. Um, well, I, d- I wanted to touch. Well, so one other thing that TJ and I started while we were on our hiatus is that he and I started to attend couples therapy. And we um, started to do so because, I mean, really more than anything, especially now that we knew that we were, you know, we we knew that we were going to be trying for a new baby. And we know that we both remembered that the tailspin that can be a marriage, that your marriage or your relationship with your partner can go into when you add a baby into the mix. And so kind of in, a, in the spirit of being proactive, he and I, you know, elected to start couples therapy pretty much once I soon as soon as I found out I was pregnant um in order for us to really kind of work on us and our communication skills and our issues um and to be better prepared or better communicators with each other and uh more of a team when by the time this new baby arrives because it's going because it's going to be hard regardless it's going to be amazing and we're going to be happy and our family will have grown but it's also going to be difficult and challenging because it's just a stressful time and you're also running on fumes all the time but to make my point about the tip though is that one thing that we've learned or one thing that kind of like our particular brand of couples therapy that we attend our therapist subscribes to is really examining how your childhood informs and impacts like your conflict skills and approach in relationships and so I wanted to kind of pass that tip that or that process that we're kind of going through exercises for with our own therapy is like looking at our own like family dynamics like the people we grew up with in our household and examining how you were you know you were taught or you saw how people engaged in conflict or how people engage in conflict resolution or in conflict their approach to conflict how that informs you like how you deal with conflict then when you're in your own marriage or your own relationship and I mean I know I think I speak for us both when it's like been really eye-opening and like some ways it's even been almost kind of like obvious sometimes like when our therapist brings it to our attention we're like damn I am like that and he's like Tita's like damn I do do that and we see it from how we grew up so I wanted to pass that on to you all is like when you think about how you you know, how you fight, how you argue, how you deal with conflict. Think about your own childhood and what you were exposed to, what you saw as being the way to do it. And 
you know, start to try and make those connections about how that informs your approaches in your current relationships. And, you know, there might be things that you can hold on to because it's not always negative. But then there's also things that you realize that like, damn, that probably wasn't the best way. And that's probably why I act the way I do. So that way you can work on it. Um, but that is my relationship tip of the week. And I think definitely if me and TJ get any more, you know, which we have, and if we get some more gems from our own couples therapy, I have no issue with us kind of passing those along to you all. Um, but I'm really proud of us for even attending couples therapy. Um, True. So that is my relationship tip. And with that being said, we are going to jump to our black history fact because we celebrate black history 365 over here in the lovers quarrel podcast facts so um i will go first and on the day that this episode drops april 5th um but in 1973 music super producer pharrell williams was born in virginia beach virginia and I recently read in an article, um, which is probably why I picked it, and I thought it was pretty cool, was that in the year 2003, Pharrell, as either like his own self, individual producer, or as a part of the Neptunes, was responsible for 43% of the songs on the radio in that year. Impressive. That's wild. Like, to know that 43% of the songs on the radio you made, shit is bananas. I mean, he's definitely one of the, the top producers. Oh yeah, he's one of the goats as far as the produce, producing is concerned. Um, so, on my black history fact is on April 3rd, 1964, Malcolm X uh, did his speech, The Ballad or the Bullet. Mm. Um, and he was advising African, African Americans to exercise their right to vote um, and that he cautioned that if the government continued to prevent African Americans from attaining full equality, it might be necessary for them to take up arms. Um, it was also the first time that he was like discussing his uh, relationship with the nation of Islam um, because, mm-hmm. you know, they excommunicated him and everything. And mm-hmm. um, during this pandemic, Malcolm X became like a, a, a big part of my life. I would say he became a hero to me. I read his auto, his autobiography and just to kind of see, you know, who he was, how powerful he was, how powerful his words were. Um, and it just showed that, you know, white people are afraid of, you know, black people with plans or black people mm-hmm. who can organize, who can organize. Um, same reason why the the fucking sorry, the, the Black Panther Party was considered a terrorist group. But not the Ku Klux Klan. I mean, listen, we're not going to talk about America spelled with K's. Um, so, um it was a great speech, and you know, I'm a I'm a huge Malcolm X fan. Um, you know, my father's always loved him. My mother was like Mal- was was Martin Luther King, and you know, uh, I always think it's it's crazy like reading his book to see that how he started and how he kind of changed his views because mm-hmm. he was very radical, very much like separate but equal. Um, and then when he went to when he did his pilgrimage it's not, it's not called pilgrimage when he went to mecca is it called the pilgrimage um yeah you can call yeah they call it when he went to his journey to mecca he pilgrimage came, to mecca yeah he got to see that you know it's called the hajj i think that's other like the first, first other islam uh, islamic people he got to see that there were is white islamics and you know he got to see that islam wasn't just african-americans and that what nation of islam was kind of pushing was kind of like separation but you know they kind of showed him 
an amazing time. And, you know, he started to change his views. And it's crazy because, like, towards the end of his life, his view was changing. Same way with Martin Luther King. They were kind of meeting in the middle somewhere. Yeah, they, they, they both were they both were turning into each other um, later on in their lives. But mm-hmm. um, very important speech. And I just thought that was a great uh topic to touch on so i think that was an amazing topic and yes it's the official like islamic term is a hajj h-a-j-j which is the annual islamic pilgrimage to mecca Mm -hmm. so but you know people call it a pilgrimage all the time well i appreciate the information thank you for that because i didn't know the actual date of that that particular speech um but i think that that's a fascinating fact and thank you for that and it's been really kind of cool to kind of sometimes be with an earshot of you as you listen to like the different audibles about um, Malcolm X and kind of like his his backstory and more detailed history of like his upbringing, his life, his shenanigans before he got into you know before he went to prison and yeah, that's after. My new, so the new book. So me and my father started reading, um, started doing this audible, and we're gonna start doing it more often, where we you know uh, pick different books that we listen and then we kind of discuss. So it's book called uh, the dead, the dead are rising. And it's kind of uh, the life of Malcolm X, uh, written by Les Payne um, and Tamara Payne, his daughter. And it's just kind of going over the different facts about Malcolm X. And mm-hmm. it's picking apart like different stories based off of his autobiography that, you know, based off of what his siblings views were compared to what Malcolm's view was. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like. You know, just kind of seeing or, or, or getting a different viewpoint of yeah. Malcolm X or how, how his view was different than his siblings. So. True that. Um, well, thank you for that, my good sir. And now I would be remiss if, you know, it's been CJ's had six long episodes of or weeks to think about this and to get, come up with a word to try and stump me with his word. The of word of the week is bibliomania. I'm like, okay, you're just going to cut me off? Yes, because you, yeah. I was trying Passionate to... Passionate enthusiasm for collecting and possessing books. Sounds like it's your sister. Yes, it's definitely... <laughs> Ashley. Ashley is a bibliomania. Bibliomaniac. <sighs> Whatever. That's why I stick to the words. You can do the grammar. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, that helps. The definition definitely helps because... Oh, okay. So, biblio is books. All right. So B I B L I O M A N I A. That's correct. Thank you. You stumped me. I stomached you or I stumped you? I said you stumped me. I thought you said I stomached you. No, I didn't. <laughs> Biblio means see. book mania, obviously means crazy. Crazy about books. Got you. And she's crazy about books. She's definitely crazy about books. So, Danny. I don't, again, we've recorded so long ago, I don't know if I stumped her the last time or not, but the streak continues. The streak, oh, for me? Yeah, or, uh, or either continues you, or begins. It. I think it started back up. I think I, I think you stumped me like maybe I once or twice. I had a good run as soon as the new year turned, and then you got me like at least once or twice. Yeah. I can be honest about that. Sometimes. I, I can't fucking deal with you. Anyway. Anywho, so now, you guys, it would be, you know... Not lovers quarrel if we didn't have something to quarrel or discuss about a particular hot topic. I know we've missed quite a few things that have gone on in the world. Um, 
since we last recorded. Um, but before we get into that, I do want to always make sure to encourage you guys to make sure that you follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, make sure that you like, share, follow, tag on Instagram. We are at Lovers Quarrel Show. On Twitter, we are at Lovers Quarrel Seven. Now that we are back, we will be a bit more engaging on those um, pages. And then you promise. You- I promise. All right. And because he and I both will do engagement on those. Pages. Hold her accountable, y'all. And so um, we will both be engaging on those. And of course, if you guys have any feedback, question, comments, concerns, headaches or heartaches, you email us at show at gmail.com. Um, you know, we, um, we I guess I haven't given a lot of thought to how we're going to do with our like Instagram lives or anything like that, but we could kind of. You're gonna have to just. You're gonna have to play. We're gonna play that one by ear. Today you're you're alive. Tomorrow you're gonna be like I'm dying. Well, you know, yeah, that's what happens when you're carrying a baby. Oh my gosh! I'm growing eyeballs and elbows over here, nigga. Yes, that's again. That's because that's what you are supposed to do. Your baby. That again. Your baby. That's what happens. Yeah, and that's the luxury of being a woman. You get to create luxury. Yes. Okay. That is it is the, it is a blessing, okay, but then. also that as long so, as we know that that is just how it will be dictated by you know sometimes how I feel. Okay, but exactly. Would, so that's what I'm saying. I, I would even engaged. I would even set people up. I'm not setting people. I'm just letting people. That's know. The, that's, that's all I'm saying. Listen. Anyway, as we were before, I was so rudely interrupted. Make sure you guys like, share, follow, tag, talk to us, um, engage with us, and we will be happy to do so with you all. Um, but now it's time for our quarrel of the week. And TJ wanted to talk about, I guess, the issue that is double standards, which we have talked about, I think, before in other lenses. Um, the more, This more recent conversation around double standards has to do with, at least it started around the conversation around um, Quavo and Sweetie. And so, of course, if you've been keeping up with the internets on um, even slightly in pop culture, you know that um, Sweetie and Quavo were a uh, couple, but they are no longer together. And then shortly after their announcement of their breakup, a video uh, footage of them engaged in um, a physical altercation is what I would call it, um, uh, occurred and they were in an altercation over this orange case. Of sorts, and um, first off, what do you think was on the case? I've, I've heard money. I've heard somebody heard said some it was a Call of Duty case, but I guess it was because it, it, it looked like, oh, because it looked like a like a like a like ones that they no, used. well, I don't know. I mean, it looked like a, like almost like a case that like equipment goes in. It didn't it look could, like a so it listen, look like luggage. I'm, PS, I'm saying so. My guys are saying it's a PS5. <laughs> listen, you can't fuck with the PS5. Oh my god! Someone else was saying with money. So, I have no idea what was in the case. It obviously That's why was, I said, what do you think it was? That's why I said, I, think. I don't I don't know. Think. I don't something of importance to the two of them at the moment. That's what I think was in the case. Got you. Anyway, go ahead. What do you think was in the case? I like the PS5 idea. Makes it makes it funny, but it's probably cash or I don't know. But go ahead. So yeah, so they were involved in a physical altercation and then uh, Wait. What I going to say? Was it was it not a physical it, altercation? Because physical makes it seem like they were like throwing bows or something like that. No, but there there was a physical there. It was an altercation because they were obviously like it was a scuffle. There was a tussle. Okay, and it was physical. So my thing is, I know with physical I, altercation. Using, when you think of physical altercation, I think about fisticuffs. Okay, that's what you think. I'm I'm thinking physical altercation is probably the best way to describe it because there's so much. 
you know, depending on who you ask, there's so much uh, fervor around. Was he, did he push her? Did he, did she hit him? Actually, you're right. I mean, so it, it, it no follows. A physical alter, altercation is generally a confrontational tussle or display of physical aggression that may or may not result in injury. Thank you. I feel I like that was corrected. the most neutral I know, term. I, 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 I just feel like it, it sounds so much That's worse than what it really was. But go you, ahead. You applied Finish talking. your own meaning to it. Finish talking. So, yeah, they were involved in a physical altercation. Okay, and, bag. And what? Huh? What'd you say? It's okay, douchebag. <laughs> Don't interrupt me. You got it. Exactly. Because clearly, I know what words mean. I, I didn't say it. So, anyway. Any- Finish talking. <laughs> anyway. So, then, of course, you know, there was, um, obviously, once the video dropped, there were a lot of, of course, people with a lot of opinions and insight. And they ranged from... Quavo needs his ass beat. He know he wrong. He that's abusive. To Sweetie shouldn't have put her hands on him. She deserves everything she gets. Um, to they both were wrong. To this isn't abuse. This is this. This isn't this. This isn't that. To you know he should have helped her up. To she should have you know basically you know should either, he have helped her up? Um. I think that, so I can look at it from two lenses of like, on one hand, like if you are upset with someone, like you're not, and you just got into a physical altercation with them, you may not be as as inclined to help them up if it was like, just like, oh, she fell, like she was somewhere and she fell. But I also think that like, oh, you know, at that time, there's also the, the the notion that that's your woman, and even though y'all in a physical scuffle, y'all it was like she's obviously like she limped off the elevator, so she's hurt in some manner. Mm. So people be you, selling it sometimes, but go ahead. Okay, well the appearance the 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 appearances that she she hurt, sold she sold it well enough for you. So go okay. ahead. Okay, using my eyes and my observational skills, it appears as if she was hurt. So. And or she was struggling to get up. So and that also could be a thing of helping somebody up because they are simply in pain or hurt. Even if you, and especially if this is somebody you claim to love and care about. Even if you guys were upset or in a physical thing in the moment. And the last thing I'll say about that too is that from a PR perspective, it might have behooved him to help her up because he did look dead at the camera and kind of had that look like fuck. I like I know this is gonna get out eventually or something like that. So. In my mind, if I'm Quavo, I might help her up simply because it might, it, the optics of doing so might look better whenever this did eventually come out. Because, yeah, we got into a skirmish or a physical altercation, but then I also helped her up. Now, if she rejected the help or whatever, we don't know that that would happen. So, it's really kind of three lenses I would look at that, too. Okay. You know, if you if you and I got into some type of physical altercation like that, first of all, it, that's a kind of a problem in itself, but... And then if you did not help me up or did not try to help me up, I might be... I may have not tried to help you, you up because you would have been... You wouldn't have wanted my help. You may not. I exactly. may not. Exactly. So, so, so I would have I'd have been like, let me help you up. And you'd have been like, get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, you, fuck you're, out of here, dumbass. I mean... That's, exactly. That's so, very, it's very possible. But there's also some people who would have accepted but that. But I would have never, you know... Or somebody could have been... Or somebody I know could, to keep my hands to myself. Yes. So... Some people don't. Some people didn't or don't. Okay. So, <laughs> so my point being though is that there's also people out there who'd be like, so you're not going to try and help me up? Like, it really just depends on the two people in the raw. All right. 
So yeah, land the plane. So that's what happened. So now where and so they both re, they both released statements in the last um, week or so, um, kind of addressing what happened. So um, she she said her statement said this unfortunate incident happened a year ago while we have reconciled since then and moved past this particular disagreement there were simply too many other hurdles to overcome in our relationship and we have both since moved on i kindly ask that everyone respect my privacy during this time he um and so he responded he then came out with a statement after her and said we had an unfortunate situation almost a year ago that we both learned and moved on from I haven't physically abused, sweetie, and I have real gratitude for what we did share overall. So, you can tell us now where your issue comes in. My issue is that, first off, people are saying that that's physical abuse and he's abusive. And I'm just like, they were tussling over whatever the pro- whatever they, they were that, tussling that over. Yes. If that was two students, you'd have been like, they're horse playing. But because they're in a relationship, we automatically assume that it's physical violence or whatever. And I also think it's funny that it comes out right right when it's like they broke up. They broke up and now this video that happened a year ago comes out. Why? I think that... Why didn't it come out a year ago? Because somebody might have been sitting on it waiting for the right perfect time. Because that's not something that either of them, I think, would have wanted to come out. I think that that's sometimes when people think it's like, oh, it's a come up. Like, so, so Quavo and Sweetie are in the news and they're they just broke up and it's and, and it's like there was a you know there was a little bit of like shade kind of thrown back and forth from their parts after their breakup was um was announced and and so to me anyway that seems like it's a time where a person could be like this is like striking while the iron is hot because they're already in the news for like a separation so now it's like here i'm gonna drop this and whatever and you know people tmz pays well so people are going to, you know, whoever that was working, the, the elevator operator. Or My the issue with it is security. that people jump at the conclusions. Um, and then it's, it's, it's a double standard. It's like, if it's a woman, you know, they automatically say that he was being abusive or, or, or whatever. But, you know, I think about when Beyonce and Solange situation happened. Mm-hmm. Why weren't there, why, why weren't people saying press charges on her and stuff like that? So, it was just like, oh, she's defending her sister, so it's okay. Like, a woman... Like, the double standard is that a woman can hit a man, but a man can't hit a woman. Like, a man can't defend himself, but a woman can do whatever she wants because she's a woman. And then they, you know, it, it falls into the line like, well, it's a woman. You, you're a man. You should have more constraint or, or whatever. And So, I can understand that, that in the sentiment of, like, I'm a, I'm a subscriber of like everybody keep their hands to themselves. Nobody touch anybody, right? I think that, you know, yeah, there there could have been a call to arms of like Solange, you know, assaulted Jay-Z and he should, she, you know, she shouldn't be putting her hands on anybody else like or anything like that. But I think where sometimes where this, the, the kind of like the celebration of what she did versus what happened with Quavo and Sweetie comes in is because... I mean, granted, we got con- greater context down the line through like lemonade and all that stuff like that. And four and 444. Was it 444? Was it the Carters? Whatever it was. Point is, is like, um, I think because most, not all, most abuse or at least reported abuse is 
uh, domestic violence situations are the man is, is the abuser against the woman. I get that. So that's why it's sometimes it's the narrative or the it's the prevailing thought that when it's a situation between a domestic situation between a man and a woman, the initial thought can sometimes be that it's the man. Now every situation is different, and but should that's be when the double such. standard helps the women, in my opinion. It if, can sometimes, if, just like there's plenty of double standards that help, advantage, them help men. If a man takes advantage of a woman, it's rape. If a woman does it, it's still rape, but they don't call it rape. Women, women will taunt somebody and be like, "What you, you want? You want tell on me?" You and that's a hundred percent wrong. So I, I know, but I'm just saying that's the world that we live in. The world that we live in, it's. But that's how we have to work to break those narratives. No, because, definitely. And, and definitely. the thing is, like, it's but the thing about the thing about double standards is that they're wrong against they're wrong because they harm another. They are harmful or they are unfair to a. a a group of people and so in some cases it's men and in some cases it's women so really the issue should be how do we break down and kind of like get rid of stereotypes i mean stereotypes double standards as opposed to getting angry at the the other group that is benefiting from that particular double standard because we know that it's not all men just like it's not all women and we know that it's a thing of how like we we should be you know we do need to examine things on a case-by-case basis but we also do have to look at trends we have to look at the fact that like at least like i said the more more reported cases of assault or sexual violence are are perpetrated against women but does that mean that there are not men who have been victims of sexual assault and violence there absolutely are but we have to we have to abandon the narrative that like oh if you're a man and you trying to turn away pussy you trying to turn away whatever that that you you a bitch you this and the other that's absolutely fucked up and wrong and that is a double standard because that makes men feel like boys and men feel like they are you know they're weak or they're soft for reporting that stuff when no it's just like those things those women who do that need to help be absolutely held accountable as well same way how women you know men who you know the double standards that benefit men that don't benefit women also need to be eradicated also need to be changed the narrative needs to be changed and it needs to come but the thing about it though is that it needs to come from both sides especially though it needs to come from the side of the people who benefit from the double standard right Mm -hmm. so like if i'm talking about sexual assault i need to i'm gonna of course make sure that i'm gonna speak out against sexual violence or abuse against any person men or women because i know men go through it too even if women are the even though even though women are the largest demographic, just because they're the biggest demographic doesn't mean what happens to men doesn't matter or isn't just as wrong. But the same way, men need to speak out against abusive relationships or whatever when they know that men are the larger demographic of that of um of uh, perpetrators of those that type of violence. Even though it may not be them or the people they know, they know that exists or that you know a, what's a double standard that men benefit from that women don't? Sexual partners, right? People, you know, and again, I know more more times than not, like we're at a place now where most some people are like, you know, how many sexual partners you've had doesn't really matter. As long as you are safe and responsible, it doesn't matter if you've had one partner in your lifetime or you've had a hundred. But the, the double standard becomes women get more harshly judged for having more sexual partners than men do. And it needs to be not just women speaking out 
against that double standard. It also needs to be men. And so when it comes to like the Quavo and Sweetie situation to kind of circle back to like the actual point of it, right? Um, I don't, and I guess you, I feel like part, you kind of, t- and this is, you kind of, we spoke about this briefly bef- after Sweetie put her comment out, but before Quavo did. And you were like, you you took issue with her comment, I felt like, or her statement because you were like, she didn't explicitly say he didn't abuse me. Because. And so I felt like, but I didn't think that there was anything wrong with what she said because I feel like. So when you read his thing, he literally said, he even gave her a compliment. Like what we shared was special. Uh-huh. Her thing was kind of like, oh, that happened a year ago. And we reconciled and we moved on. And I asked for your privacy. And we, and but there were other obstacles and then to overcome. Yeah. I just don't think, like, what else did you want from her? You wanted her to be like, he didn't abuse me. But, but, because my thing is this. I do want her just, to say that. But just like we don't know, but this, let me say this. Yeah. Just like we don't, just like we can't assume that he is abusive, we also can't as- assume that we can't, wow. But just the like ball's we can't, in her court. Just like we can't assume that they were not in an abusive relationship and this was a one-off situation, we can't presume that they weren't in an abusive relationship. That's, that's So we can't 100%. make it a presumption either way. So the fact I that just, she gave like a kind of a neutral statement isn't a bad thing because that's, it's, I think she's trying to be, keep her business to herself as much as possible. It's probably a humiliating situation, period, for both of them. It, it, it probably is. But I also feel like if you know that he didn't abuse you or, or, or whatever, I don't know. Because again, you know, it seems like, how can I say it? Mm-hmm. I feel like y'all were in love, whatever, or, or or whatever the case may be. And people are saying that this person is abusive to you. And that's the chance that you could be like, no, he's not. Especially as a black man in America who's famous, they are looking to tear us apart. So... If he didn't do that or whatever, she has to go the extra mile to clear his name. She has the power to do so. Yes. Okay. Nope. So, he was not abusive. So, I, but when you leave it like that happened a year ago, but I, 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 you know, but there's way too much boundaries. Now, listen. If he was a cheater, then cool. But are you going to say that it, the cheating was abusive or like? I mean, there could be. There's. There's. There is. There is. A, 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 there could be a mental and a emotional component of abuse in cheating as well but i think like the thing about it is like i just don't feel like it's fair to ask her one way or the other because and like i said like i'm kind of switzerland on this as far as like kind of a a little bit neutral or whatnot whatever because you know i'm the same way how we don't know enough about those 15 to 20 seconds that we saw in the elevator to make a blanket statement about Quavo being an abusive partner or there being that this being a totally abusive relationship is the same way how we can't say that use those 15 to 20 seconds of whatever we think didn't happen to say that there, that it wasn't an abusive relationship or he or she or both of them weren't abusive toward each other or whatever. It's like we can't make that call either way. So her not necessarily explicitly saying Quavo's not abusive, don't do this, this, that, and the other is not, is really not fair to me to fair for her to, to ask her to do that when I feel like what she said was, at least to me, sufficient enough to say like, this was an unfortunate incident. It's right. We reconciled, we moved past it. So kind of showing that like, hey, we, we dealt with it and we moved on, but there were other components that we were just not able to yeah. overcome. And that now makes we're, sense, we broke up. But- when you leave it that, and when you leave it 
that ambiguous, it makes it seem like that this happened more than once to me. That's what I take from it. Like, and you know, and that could be what you take from it, but that does it. Does that also? And I'm the same. I'm just, the same way how just, it could. It, the same way how that couldn't. Maybe that could be a a false. Uh, uh, inf- inference that she's allowing people to make it could also be a true one we don't know we don't know you're right I just to me especially or even if she would have been like he didn't abuse me here or whatever the case I, I, I don't know I, I just feel like automatically you see them tussling and because he's a man he's not supposed to grab whatever is his or whatever the case may be like you know and then there's different versions of the video that you've seen so if they only showed us the part where they were tussling in the elevator it may look like oh shit he's doing whatever but if you see the one where it's like she's like pushing him first and then he's like going for it it's just but for me you can go after this yeah i'm just i'm just giving you a cue for me i just don't like the fact that it's like because he's a man he's not supposed to defend himself or whatever the case may be and it's just like that double standard, like because you're a man, you're not supposed to do nothing or because you're a man, a woman can beat on you, but you can't defend yourself. Like you can't hit her back because she's a woman and you're a man and it's different, but you can't have equality like that. Like if, if that's the case, then a woman should never put her hands on a man ever. Well, and and that's why I subscribe to no one should put their hands on anyone because do you, yeah, I do. I do subscribe to that. I, I, listen, I know we talked about the time where before you proposed to me where I did that, and that was I was wrong. But and I, I'm not. It's I've never said. I, stop. Like, I've never I didn't say anything. I've never said I wasn't. Uh, and we talked about it on other people's podcasts. I've never said I wasn't wrong for that or whatever. I talk about how angry I got, and I also, I, you know, I was at a place where like I felt like you were mocking me and you were making fun, and I, I was so frustrated with you. But it still doesn't take make it doesn't it doesn't account for me make justify the fact that I did that but it's still a thing of like in the 17 years that we've been together like that has been that was you know that is not something that we subscribe to we don't put our hands on each other all the time or anything else like that left your ass I mean you that was would have been your prerogative that would have been your right I mean cheater beat and so that's those are my non-negotiables and for I had I had a, a momentary lapse and I was wrong for it but I also know that like that's it was it was definitely truly truly out of my character. But to your point though, the reason why I had my kind of hand raised a little bit though is that if your argument, I understand your argument, but then if we follow that same logic or that same argument that you're trying to make, then wouldn't it be on wouldn't shouldn't it also be on Quavo's point to say to be explicit about Sweetie not being abusive because there are some people saying she was wrong she hit him she's the abuser because you know they talk about the part where she looks like it looks like she like swings on him or whatever first so if that's if no. that no wait 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 if that's if that is the case and she, if, if that is the case if you're saying that the person the narrative per, if, isn't finish, him, if the person the narrative isn't it, it's isn't I haven't heard anyone say anything about Sweetie being. Oh, I've seen the comments like this okay, ain't abuse. Well, well this you're is. no. I'm saying I haven't seen anybody be like Sweetie was the aggressor or anything like that. I've seen all, all my comments I've seen have been about Quavo. So that's all I'm saying. I've seen it where it's been more in defense of Quavo, or that they were both wrong, or that she was wrong. I've seen I've seen it kind of run the gamut. I've seen like a little bit of everything. Honestly, so I'm, but the, but to your point though, sure. if if. You feel like it's on. It should be her responsibility to explicitly say that 
he is not abusive, shouldn't it also be his responsibility to express that she is not abusive? And the fact that he now only you said, want to go on what, what came first, the chicken or the egg type that, situation? But it, comes, it comes back to what my point, which is that we do not have enough information to condemn either of them or to say that one of like to condemn one or one or the other of them or to say that this wasn't a toxic or abusive relationship where one or both parties contributed to the to the problem. And so it's just like the we fact can't, that we he can't... had to come out and say, I haven't physically abused Sweetie and, and have real gratitude for what we did share overall. The fact that he had to say, like, I'm not abusive because, again, the reason why he's saying it is because people are saying that he's abusive. Yeah, I understand so that. So that's why the onus would be, like... To me, if you know that he's not abusive, you can clear that air right then and there. You know what? He wasn't abusive. He was a cheater. He was a terrible uh, boyfriend. That's different. But you're allowing the narrative of him being. You saying you feel like she's you you feel as though she's purposely making it ambiguous. I do, yeah. Okay, but then, but my also, but also, you know, you also know on, and I'm not saying that that's wrong, and I'm not saying that that couldn't be true, but do you also know on the other end of the spectrum, she could be keeping it vague because she's trying to keep it cute because he is abusive and that people who sometimes are abusers lie about being abusive allegedly people right? people, people do both no it, i'm saying we're talking about i mean all this is it is alleged, it's alleged. It's i mean ultimately it's all speculation but what i'm saying to ultimately you is the same way how you're perceiving it someone else can take tip. it the other way I mean, we shouldn't be this wrapped up in it because, again, it's their own personal life. Yeah, but, but it's it's a it's an understanding of like. No, I I get that. I'm I'm not saying I'm not taking it away from the situation. I mean, it's it's a part of our life. It's pop culture and all other stuff. But I'm just saying we get so like, are we this involved in you know the neighbor downstairs who beats on his wife? Are we that in like you know I'm like I'm just trying to I'm saying putting it on a bigger scale like. We care more so because they're celebrities. If they weren't celebrities, we wouldn't. We wouldn't know about it to have to have an opinion. No, we might know about it, but we wouldn't have cared about it. Like I'm pretty sure there's people who know people who who who, who are abusive or been abusive stuff, and we're, and their their stories aren't online or nothing like that because it's they're they're the average person. But because these people are celebrities, we hold them in a higher light for some reason. So I mean, they're, yeah, they're more visible. So and then that's we, all I'm and their public their public presence makes people feel like they are they are entitled to have an opinion about the way that they they live their lives or the things that happen in their lives. And we ultimately don't. But I will say this: in like any instances of uh, of physical altercations of physical violence, of emotional, mental, psychological abuse, like if if they exist in a relationship, which I'm not saying one way or the other because I simply do not have enough information to make an a blanket statement about Quavo and Sweetie. Not you. Typically you don't even need information. You just go off you just go from the gut. No, I don't go just, I ugh. go off of, I go off of so I believe let me say this. Until until uh, until otherwise given additional information, if somebody says something explicitly, then I have I'm not again I'm not super invested in them, but I'm not gonna say that they're lying. So Sweetie was pretty clear was was very clear that he cheated on her, and that's why they broke up. Like before this video came out or whatever. So was she? Yeah, she, I don't. She said his. She said she talked about him sh sharing like sharing your affection with other women. 
or whatever. Like, and I'm paraphrasing. Okay. So it was clear in her statement that they broke up because he was unfaithful. I have no reason to not believe her. Okay. So that's what I'm. That's where I operate out. You have of. no reason to not believe. So just because someone says something, you gotta believe them. You you have no reason. I have no reason. You have no, no reason. I have no reason not to believe them. I don't know her personally uh, to question. I don't. I, I don't. Well, maybe I, that's I, the difference I, I, I too. Have, right? I don't have any investment. Because for me, I you don't believe anything. But a lot of times thing, I don't. But my thing, like is, when I first met Nelson, he said he played for Temple. I was like, okay, Google that shit. And then once it found, I mean, I understand because people, I understand people can be untru- can definitely. Be I've also had people who. I mean, listen, people say shit just just to say shit. Some like, people do, yeah. A lot of, well, I'm not, sorry, I don't want to say, I don't want to generalize everybody, but yes, there are a lot of people who say shit just to say shit, or, you know, they talk shit just to talk shit. You'd be like, yeah, you know, I just bought this, and they'd be like, oh, I bought that six years ago. It was like, it wasn't even created six years ago, but I, I I'm mean, just this, saying, this so for me, I'm always, I, like, I, again, depending on what the situation is and what I know about that person, then that determines how much I trust that. How much I trust and believe. And that's fair. And so what I'll say is this, is that coming from, again, not knowing them personally, but and seeing and, and thinking up until the moment that they broke up, I was like, oh, they seem like a happy couple. They look like they're having fun with each other. Great. Good for them. And I wasn't giving them much thought. She said he cheated. That's why they broke up. I have no reason not to believe her. And then using the context of a lot of people, particularly men who are a part of or in the entertainment industry have a lot more especially when you're a celebrity you have a lot more access to pussy and you have pussy being thrown at you left and right so even if you have a you know what at least on the surface seems like a a great relationship going for you with a beautiful woman you still the the likelihood because the the chance the the opportunity to cheat is probably way higher than the average nigger is it also kind of lends itself to being believable now i'm but the also thing is what i'm saying is that i'm not i didn't give it any more thought past that like she said it they broke up okay we're good i don't i don't i'm not giving it that much more energy or effort to to, to to try and decipher whether or not she's being true or not um or whether she's being untruthful or not and then if he and so when we talk about people you know believe in people whatever and like so to back to your point though is like i don't make i i, I like to think i don't make snap judgments off of of people in the sense that um, just based off of like inference and stuff like that. Like I'm not making a snap judgment off of this altercation that happened. But when some, if somebody explicitly says something and especially if I don't know them or I can only go off of like some context or like what is explicitly told to me and I have no other context to go off of, then I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to believe them until the, until I'm proven, uh, until proven otherwise. And then but but also like you have to sometimes I will look at like sometimes the context and also just because I am quicker to come to a conclusion or a decision or an opinion about something doesn't mean that I'm also ill-informed. It just means that I've either and I'm not I'm talking just, about just in celebrity culture. I'm just busting your chops. I know, but I'm just, but I think that that's been something that's come up in the past on the show and it's like I am I give people grace that I know that I don't know and then I also operate off of like okay if you tell me that your name is tj i'm gonna believe that your name is tj and then until unless proven unless until proven otherwise that's different though like telling someone your name and talking about this person beat on me yeah i'm not gonna take your 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 word just because you said it because again people say shit just just to say shit yeah and but and, and people but also again just to highlight the other side of this is that people are 
and people, men and women, are not believed. Off also because simply because their word is not good enough for anyone, and that's that is a a it's a it's a slippery slope. It's a really hard place to be because yes, I understand that we are we are naturally skeptical, cynical people. And, and, and you, you don't know, think that we should be though? I think we also we absolutely we I think we absolutely we don't live need in a world applied. where 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 everyone is just gonna be truthful. Everybody I agree. Everyone is always gonna have their representative. Discernment. There's gonna be people who's gonna borrow their friend's clothes and rock it like it's their own or they got an older brother or whatever. Like people are always going to try to present their a public gonna, version of themselves. Yeah, they they yes. They're always gonna try to present what they think Everybody would, would like, as I'm opposed not say- to just being themselves. I'm not saying that discernment isn't crucial, but we have to be very mindful about being too naive, but also too cynical. Because c- cynicism and naivete are things that can get you caught up either way. So yes, I believe in discernment. I believe in... in in you know using people what people tell you using what information you can find facts that you can find i think using historical um trends or data i believe in using context i believe and i also believe that there's a sense there also is a little bit of like a gut that you have to go with there's a little bit that sprinkled in there too but i do you know i do i would like to think i am I probably lean a little bit more to being more of a trusting person, but I'm not not so naive that I can't either a amend my statement if I'm if something comes out to be not true that I was kind of like oh, okay I'm gonna give it credit or I was you know showing you know tr- taking it at, at face value. But I'm also I I caution or I have caution around people who are ov- overly cynical or always cynical about stuff because my thing is then if you don't ever believe anybody, nobody's gonna come to you with shit. I'm not saying don't believe people, but what I'm just trying to say is that everybody. We have to normalize people being skeptical. Because again, just because somebody tells you something does not mean it's the truth. I think skepticism is the prevailing thought. I'm just I'm I I, I so, no, that, that's that's what people, I'm saying. I feel like people, more people are skeptical of everything, especially because of the culture that we are currently. But it's part okay of. for you to be skeptical. It's okay for you not to believe that so someone tells you something, it's okay for you to be like, Well, I just want to fact check it first. It's okay for that. Like that's what school has taught us, right? Fact check, right? Because in school, they teach us Christopher Columbus founded America. No, he stole America. Mm-hmm. But you also, but also, you have to understand is that if somebody comes to you and say, TJ, I was raped. TJ, I was abused. Man or woman, right? I'm not saying, let me finish. Let me finish. Mm-hmm. TJ, I am... I am I am struggling in something. I'm 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 battling something like that, right? And I'm not saying that. I'm not saying in those situations you you shouldn't believe anybody. Again, if someone says 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 that they are raped or whatever, like if someone says something that's super serious, you give them that opportunity. But again, we're talking about the the media, the world has said he's an abuser. And if he truly was an abuser, you had the power to say he's not an abuser. Oh, that's all I'm saying. You're absolutely right. That's but, all I'm but saying. But also. If he if he indeed is or was, then that's also not her responsibility to combat that. It no, just depends. No, it, no, if he was a fucking abuser, no, he should no. She should call him out as an abuser. hundred percent. But then but 
that same she's gonna be met with that same skepticism, which is gonna be like she's lying. I mean, people are gonna all right, but people, people are gonna say that shit regardless. So my so my thing is so my but the thing about it is then she is gonna she's gonna be she, she, didn't come, she can be demonized. She didn't come she out and be, say whatever. She came out and said she gave more of a neutral response because maybe okay. the neutral response was the, for her the best course of action just, because if he's not an abuser, then she's not necessarily and again we don't know what the line of the line of thinking was but if he's not an abuser her you know if she like think about people are going to have a comment or going to have an angle on anything that she would have said if she said he's not an abuser explicitly it could be like oh she's just covering up for him oh she's lying oh she would let me finish or or oh see this lying ass bitch she's wrong this but they're gonna other. do that regardless or, but, okay but my people thing is, are gonna do that so regardless then, so, 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 gonna, so why so that's why it could be that she is taking a more neutral approach to it which is like th- okay. because then if she said because if let's say let's say for her argument's sake quavo was beating her ass all the time and that was just one we saw a snippet of something that was indicative of a much bigger serious problem in their relationship where he was abusive and if she comes out and says this was just a a a minor event that we've experienced i've had black eyes i've been punched i've been kicked all this other stuff like that then they're gonna call her stupid for staying that long. They're gonna say that she's lying. They're gonna say she's it gonna regardless. Say anything. So, but my thing, but yeah, but my thing is this: is that that is where the that's where yes, we have to de- apply apply discernment, but we also need to we need to change the narrative of like we have to be discerning, but we also need to also start to believe people when they tell us something is wrong because. You don't like what I, I see this a lot on social media sometimes when we talk about when they talk about when anybody's like in the public sphere is going through something, if it's like abuse or if it's like, as far as like physical, mental, or if it's like drug abuse, like, um, like you know, again, prayers for DMX right now because he's you know fighting for his life and stuff. But I see this thing this that comes up a lot of times where people are going through something in the public sphere and then people on social media are making jokes about it. And somebody and somebody posts. I know, but people are gonna make me, jokes about me, shit regardless. Yeah, but my point I'm trying to make is that they're, they're the post that I've seen sometimes is like, yeah, the people that you're talking about, the celebrities that you're making fun of may not see that, but the person that you don't that you know that you fuck with that's addicted to fentanyl or on opioids or that is suicidal or is whatever is seeing you clown these people and they're not gonna feel like they feel comfortable to come share with their 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 trauma or their problem with you because you are because they see how you're talking about other people. So we have to be discerning. We can't every take every single thing at face value, but also we have to be mindful of that sometimes our being too naive or too skeptical can sometimes when we put that out into the universe, we look we we are in, sometimes inadvertently set, communicating our stances to people that we are close to that we don't understand what their struggles are. So that's all I that's all I have to say on that. I think that her response was probably the best possible response that she could give. I think his response was the best possible response he could give. Ultimately, I just feel like at at the end of the day, we have these double standards, and it's it's crazy that you know again these double standards can happen and it can ruin people's careers, truthful or non truthful, and no one gives a fuck about the truth because once the lie is always better. Than the truth. Mm-hmm. So, that's just my thing. So, I mean, it, it is, and it's and it's unfortunate either way, and it's and ultimately, one way or the other, Quavo, sweetie, anybody in between, somebody, somebody or everybody suffers, and so in this case, we don't 
I'm going to say we don't know who might be suffering more, but folks suffer because and it, and it's and it it sucks because we need to a balance a greater balance needs to be struck where people do need to be believed, but we also do need to be discerning and not necessarily take everything at face value. It's all it's a slippery slope, but you have to you have to take a case by case basis, but we also have to look at trends, history, context, and all of the latter. We have to use the information that's available to us, and we have to you know sometimes, not always, believe people when they say what they're saying. Sometimes, but that's all I have on that. Yeah, I mean ultimately, this is a quarrel that we don't have we're going we're gonna agree to disagree. Yeah, absolutely. And I win. Thank you, y'all. Anyway, y'all, this has been another episode of Lover's Quarrel. Thank you guys for coming back and rocking and rolling with us. We hope that you will like, share, follow, tag, and you know, spread the word about this episode, being that we had to, to take a hiatus of sorts because of this new baby. So blame the baby, <laughs> not nah, us. I'm blaming you. Anyway. I blame Danny. But thank you guys, as always, for rocking with us. And we hope that you're just excited as we are for our next chapter and this journey that we are taking and that you guys are going to take with us. And as always, you can find us on Instagram at Lovers Quarrel Show, on Twitter at Lovers Quarrel 7, or email us at loversquarrelshow at gmail.com. And you know that, as always, I am your girl, Danny. And I'm your guy, TJ. And you know that we fuss. We fight, but, but we, we love. love. Bye. Bye. Your pregnant ass. Yeah, your baby, nigga. I hope so. Shut up, T. You being skeptical? Listen, can't trust you. Whatever. Fuck out of here. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.